today we're looking at a little member with great potentials and our reading is taken from the book of James chapter 3 number 3 to 6 behold we put bits in the horses mouths that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body behold also the ships which though they be so great are driven of fierce winds yet are they turned about with a very small helm whithersoever the governor listeth even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth and the tongue is a fire a world of iniquity so is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell may the lord bless the reading of his word in our hearts here in the book of james chapter 3 the bible compares the tongue and likened it to a little poison, a little pain swallowed, like a little tumor in the brain, a little fire in a dry bush that has great potentials to destroy. You know, a poison, no matter how little it is, it has the potential to kill, to destroy. Even a little pain that is swallowed can destroy. A little tumor in the brain has the potential to destroy. A little fire in the dry bush has the potential to destroy and become a wildfire. And likewise, a little whisper or gossip here and there can destroy a whole nation can destroy a family, can destroy a, 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 a marriage, it can destroy a church, a little whisper, a little gossip here and there, a little seed of discord sown can destroy a great family. Like a little slander, a little hatred, a little lie or deception, like a little fire, they can destroy precious lives. But man overlooks a little lie, a little deception, little by little, can destroy precious lives. While a little kindness, a little goodness, a little mercy can also have great impact of good in the life of a man. The whisperer and the double-tongued destroy the peace and happiness of the church and the family. 
Many a backbiting tongue has disquieted and discouraged many people. Many a backbiting tongue has discouraged and overthrown houses. Many a backbiting tongue has pulled down great men and strong cities. It has cast down virtuous women and deprived children of necessary care and support. And whosoever listens to a little lie, a little slander, a little negative talk cannot find rest. That person cannot dwell quietly. Neither can that person have a friend on, on whom he or she may rely. Brothers and sisters, the stroke of the whip makes marks in the flesh. But the stroke of the tongue makes marks in the soul and breaks bones. And that is why you see that many people still carry grudges of what was said to them when they were little and now they've grown up. Maybe it was said to them when they were eight years old, but now they are 18, now they are 28, now they are 80 years. But that word still re-echoes. That negative word still re-echoes. That little gossip still re-echoes. That little seed of discord sown still re-echoes. So be careful how you use your tongue. Remember that your tongue is constantly in a wet and in a slippery place. So you must be careful that it does not slip. You know many people when they make a mistake or they say something that they were not supposed to say, they say, oh, I'm sorry, it was just a slip of tongue. This little tongue can be dangerous, even deadly and destructive. And no wonder God put the tongue in a cage behind your teeth and God walled it around with your mouth. So many are falling by the edge of the sword, but many more are falling by the tongue. The tongue is a little member. The tongue is like a little fire. The tongue is a world of iniquity. Your tongue is a directing force. Your tongue is a directing force. Force. James uses two illustrations of small things that play significant roles. James talks about the beats in horses' mouths. That with that beat in the horses' mouths, you can control the horses. Horses are controlled today with the beat in their mouth. So any horse without a beat in its mouth will definitely go astray. If you have a horse and you don't have a beat in that horse's mouth, you cannot direct that horse 
Horses are very powerful animals. But with that little bit in their mouth, you can direct that force. You can gear that force towards running, momentum. You can, you know, direct that force towards a halt. You can direct that powerful animalistic force to go to the left or to the right or to turn around just because you have the horse's tongue in control with a beat. Amen. The Bible also talks about a very small helm of a sheep. No matter how big uh, a sheep is, uh, the captain directs that sheep with the small helm. Hmm. Amen. That sheep is massive. That sheep is gigantic. But it is controlled by small help. And David reminds us in the book of Psalms chapter 32, Be ye not as the horse or as the mule which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with beef and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, our tongue is a directing force, is powerful. Do not let your tongue run you out of your greatest opportunities. Do not let your tongue put you in a place you don't want to go. Do not let your tongue put you in a hole. Rather, let your tongue edify you. Let your tongue move you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Amen. I read the book of Isaiah chapter 37 verse 29. Because thy rage against me and thy tumult is come up into mine ears, therefore will I put my hook in thy nose and my bridle in thy lips, and I will turn thee back by the way by which thou camest. Our tongue is a directing force. The size of the instrument is no true measure of its significance. The instrument might be small, but very significant. The beat in the horse's mouth is very small, but it controls the horse's strength. The helm on the wheel of the ship is very small, but it controls the gigantic ship. 
Some very small things can produce some very significant results. So it is with our tongue. The tongue is uh, physically small, but it has great potentials for construction or destruction. A beat is a very small metal that is put in the mouth of the horse to control that horse. So the beat controls its whole body. Its mouth is put under control. So if we can control the tongue, we can control the horse. But if the tongue is uncontrolled, then the whole horse is set on the wrong way. Likewise, a human being, if you can control your uh, tongue, then you can control your whole body. But if the tongue is uncontrolled, the whole life is set on the wrong way. So the helm or uh, the the, the rudder is a very small instrument in comparison with the size of a ship. And yet, by exerting pressure on that little helm or rudder, the steerman or the captain can direct the course of the ship. The tongue also is small, yet it can direct the whole course of a man's life. The tongue expresses the condition of the heart and the mind. Amen. The Bible says, that's the word of Jesus, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. So the tongue can direct the whole course of a man's life. You might see someone, a gentleman, well-dressed. As long as he remains quiet, you don't know who he is. But the minute he starts talking, then you can already say, this is the kind of man, this is this kind of man, this is this type of man, this is this type of person. So the tongue expresses the condition of the heart, the heart and the mind. I'm going to read that uh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 37 to, let's read from verse 34 to 37. Okay. O generation of vipers, how can you be in the, being evil speak good things? This is Jesus talking. O generation of vipers. How can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. You see that? So the tongue expresses the condition of the heart and the mind. When Jesus Christ fully controls the heart and the mind, thereby having his control on every word we speak, 
life will be safe, life will be holy, and life will be happy. When our hearts and our lives are fully submitted to Christ, it teaches us uh, to know when silence is more uh, spiritual and profitable uh, than speech. And when we have to speak, it instructs and guides us on the wise use of speech. Amen. Glory be to the Lord. Would you allow the Lord Jesus to direct your tongue today, my friend? The direction of our lives will be dictated by our tongues. Amen? I repeat that. That the direction of our lives will be dictated by our tongue and our destiny, which is the final destination after our pilgrimage, here on earth will be determined by our tongue. Hmm. Do you know that your tongue is very important? Maybe you don't know. It helps you to taste. It assists you to talk in, in talking. If you don't have a tongue, you don't have to talk. And that's why when, when, when someone is silent, when they ask the question, they ask, has the, the dog, I mean, has the cat got your tongue? Uh, this question is usually asked, well, uh, you know, as, you know, towards kids. You ask kids this kind of questions. When you talk to them and they don't answer, you say, has the, tongue, has the cat got your tongue? So tongue is very important. As it is a directing force, so it is a destructive fire. In the book of James where we read, it says the tongue is a fire. Let's look at James again, chapter 3. I'm looking at verse 5 and 6. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell. The damage uh, that the tongue can cause is like that that is caused uh, by a forest fire. A forest fire is wide-ranging. Uh, once the forest is set on fire, the flames they spread like a wave which cannot be stopped. The tongue can damage at a distance. The tongue can damage at a distance. Remember when Joseph went to see his brothers at Dothan? They conspired against him before he got there. The tongue can damage at a distance. You can pick up your phone right now and make a call about your brother, about your sister, about somebody, a friend. And you can stigmatize that person's reputation with your tongue. At a distance. So a careless word dropped at one end of the city, it can reach the other end, bringing grief and hurt. 
You can see somebody can be, somebody can be like, you know, uh, hilarious with you, like right now, happy with you. And that person receives a call and someone tells a person something about you. And immediately that person's countenance is going to change towards you. And the relationship that was initially very nice and ha you know happy becomes gloomy just like that the tongue is a dangerous member the tongue is as dangerous as the fire if someone drops a malicious word or repeats a scandalous and untrue story about a neighbor or a fellow Christian, it can cause much harm hundreds of miles away. That nobody will want anything to do with that fellow. Let us be careful how we use our tongues. Brothers and sisters, this is not a joking matter. Look at the thieves on the cross, one on the left and on the right. The one was condemned. They were initially both condemned, but one was saved and met Jesus in paradise that day because of his tongue. Will you learn to use your tongue wisely? In the name of Jesus Christ. Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 18, For wickedness burneth as the fire. It shall devour the briars and thorns and shall kindle in the thickets of the forest and they shall mount up like the lifting up of smoke the tongue burn it as a fire the tongue can cause much harm a forest fire is also uncontrollable so also no man can control the damage of the tongue it is like a fresh egg once dropped broken it can never be put together again. A rumor, an idle uh, Malayan story destroys so easily, so quickly. Because of the tongue. Let everyone before speaking remember that once a word is spoken, it is gone from its control. So when I speak a word like what I'm speaking right now, it's gone out of my control. I can't take it back. Oh, some people will say, I take it back. No, you can't. You said it. So what will people do? They will apologize. Sorry, it was a slip of tongue. But the Bible says, once a word is gone out from you, you will account for it in the day of judgment. So the world that we live in, is governed by the tongue. The tongue is a world of iniquity, a world of evil. There is no evil done in the world which cannot be perpetrated and promoted by the tongue. And the tongue of sinful worldly people even makes it evil attractive. By the tongue, men can make evil things look good. By the tongue, men can excuse and justify their wicked ways. By the tongue, men can persuade others and lead them into gross sins. The uncontrollable tongue is full of wickedness and poisons. And it can poison every part of life. 
it can turn your whole life into a blazing flame of destruction and disaster. Finally, your tongue is the deciding factor. In the book of James, where we read, James chapter 3, uh, look at verse number 2. It says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Then look at number 6. And the tongue is a fire. It is a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. A man's heart is a storehouse, and the tongue reveals what is stored in that storehouse. A heart that is transformed by the grace and the power of God will be known through the tongue, touched by divine power and grace. We can easily know the spiritual state of a man by the kind of tongue that he has. Your final eternal destiny will be decided or determined by your tongue. So Jesus says in Matthew 12, 37, again, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Hmm. Heaven or hell at the end of life will be determined for each one on the basis of whether you have grace or you are void of grace. Whether your life and your words are gracious or graceless. The tongue is the deciding factor. Many things reveal God's grace and His transforming power in our lives. His love through us. The fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Christ-like character and Christian conduct. Obedience to God's word and submission to His will. Yet nothing reveals our spiritual state and condition quicker or more readily than our tongue. Your tongue, my friend, your speech, my friend, truly reveals who you are. Where will you spend eternity? Heaven or hell, you can decide that with your tongue. What will your life be on earth? Happy or sorrowful, you can decide that with your tongue. What will your value be in the church? You can decide that. Will you be valuable or valueless in the church? Will you be useful or useless? Will you be profitable or unprofitable? Your tongue is the determining factor in time and in eternity. Your tongue plays a significant role in your temporal or eternal happiness and fulfillment. And as I close, I'm going to read two scriptures. The first one I'm going to read is the book of Jude. Jude has only one chapter. I'll read 15 and 16. Verse 15 and verse 16. To execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are 
murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. You see what the tongue can do. And I'm going to read, finally, the book of Romans. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It is the deciding factor. I'm talking about your tongue. Let Jesus direct your tongue. And your life will never remain the same again. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And I will see you again on the next episode here at Souls for Christ. Stay blessed and keep living the victorious Christian life in Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.